0: if it's not exactly how i planned i can't enjoy myself there
1: release what you think it should be and just accept what is
0: feel the pleasure
2: i was raised to find pleasure you're not supposed to have pleasure feel guilty about it hi i'm laura
0: hi
2: i'm sarah
0: and i'm kim this is nikki
2: and i'm louise
3: Hi, and welcome to the Best Parts Podcast, where we invite you to pull up a chair and think about your best parts, which are all your parts. Please be aware that today's episode may contain some adult language and will most likely include adult content. So please keep that in mind if little ones are nearby.
2: Hey,
4: ladies, how's it going? It's oh, going good. good. Isn't that a crazy question? How's it going? Are you okay? How are you doing? Sometimes I don't even know how to say that, right? We default to, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm doing okay.
1: Thanks for asking. But how are you? Yeah. (laughs) More importantly,
0: how
3: are you? Back to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because if you really want to know, I will tell you, but we will be here for a minute.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to kind of circle back today a little bit about our last episode when we started talking about guilty pleasures. And I think we got into, we were getting into some really really juicy bits and we got stuck in our heads. We got stuck on the semantics around the word guilt. Should we be feeling guilt? What's the difference between guilt and shame? And I I think we we went down a a path that was definitely worth exploring. However, I want to kind of bring it back a little bit today to kind of just dive in a little bit more to the pleasure part
2: that pleasure
4: zone and and i was thinking about this is is i actually never talked about my guilty pleasure on the last episode because we started with that and what's your guilty pleasure And, and And then it was all like, well, should I have a, I I went into my head, should I have a guilty pleasure? Why do I feel guilt? And I don't think that's really what it was all about, at least not for me. When I think about a guilty pleasure, I think about those things that absolutely bring me to a place that I wouldn't even call joy. I would call, it's some other level. And I don't, I don't care what it is but I love to indulge there because I don't think we have enough pleasure in our lives. I would agree. And it's it's
3: really, it's interesting because in the last episode, when we talked about guilty pleasures, I brought it because I was feeling, I was, I am somebody who loves to indulge and I was feeling a lack of indulgence lately. And so I brought the topic last time because I wanted to think about where are those places where we can indulge, where we can... And I think that place beyond joy for me is is like bordering on or even getting to a place of ecstasy, right? Getting to that place of such a heightened place of pleasure where it's like, yeah, just let me linger here for a little while longer. So I love that you brought this background. Thank you,
2: Louise. Um, Kim, have you been lingering there since our last episode? Did it help?
3: Thanks for asking, Sarah. I think I I've been more aware of the, of the pleasure that I do have. And I, I think I'm usually aware of it because that's, that's somewhere that is important to me, but I, 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 I think I've been able to receive a little bit more, not in all the ways that I would want to, but it definitely allowing it in the ways that are available to me right now.
4: Do you think you have to give yourself permission to feel pleasure?
3: Yes. Yeah, totally. I think there are times when you do. I think there are times when when pleasure can just be experienced without intention. But I I think there are times when and you know, for me like going through a period where I recognize I wasn't feeling it, giving myself permission to
1: feel it. So I think it can go both ways. I think it's really hard. This I'm struggling with this actually because you know, we're still in a pandemic and it's hard to find pleasure, and I notice with clients that we're they're so busy doing, doing, doing that there is no time for pleasure. I I just I just notice this a lot, so I'm struggling with this myself.
3: I'm I'm going to push back. There is it is it really is, is it, it really what is it really hard to find pleasure? I mean, for me, last night our our so our daughter goes to bed at a certain time. You know, I lay down with her every night, and. I felt pure pleasure laying there last night, laughing like I was a schoolgirl with her. It wasn't hard to find. It was just allowing myself to be in the moment. So I I think it's a conscious choice. So I don't know that it it is hard when we make the choice.
0: It's interesting too, because when I think of pleasure, I think of like having fun, bringing the fun, having this whole person experience with the mind, with the body, with the feelings, everything is engaged in that pleasure. And then thinking of indulging, that feels like a conscious choice to indulge. And, but pleasure can be, like laughing your, laughing your butts off last night or (laughs) way past bedtime. (laughs) Yes. Just the random things that come up can bring pleasure. It can also be very intentional where, you know, for me, when I'm doing something hard and I'm not having any fun, how can I do this in a way that's fun for me? How can I make this better? How can I have more pleasure in what I'm doing, even though I don't like doing it, but moving into indulgence that that's like, thing (laughs) that's like more like there's intention behind it there's preparation there
1: is you know tell us more Nikki tell us more about that moving into indulgence what's that look like for you
0: well I'm thinking I'm thinking of like an indulgent meal where it, you know like you have the most delicious foods the the creamy sauces the the Amazing chocolate afterwards, the wine, you know, where you are just indulging yourself. You don't want to do it all day, every day because you would feel like garbage. But while you are there, you are very much enjoying it. And I mean, sometimes we can show up to the restaurant and say, oh, this is happening. Yeah, I'm doing it. But even that is making a choice to move forward into that place that feels decadent and is not an all the time kind of thing.
2: I wonder if Laura, what you were saying earlier, I believe you said it's difficult to find pleasure right now and I wonder if it's because so much of our pleasure pre-pandemic was different and we've also there's so many people being like let's get back to the new like the normal or this is the new normal and it's and it it's like the things that maybe you and i I feel this way found pleasure in we can't do
1: I can't do them I mean I don't get to use I don't get to. <laughs> To have that meal—that's a choice I make, but and so that is making me wonder, right? For people who are in recovery for food or alcohol, those choices are off the table, and those are the people I work with in my practice. And so, yeah, maybe we have to learn a new way to find pleasure. And you know, to Kim's point, it's been weeks since I've been on a phone call with somebody where or a Zoom call where I'm just laughing my ass off. And and yes, that is fabulous. That is absolutely fabulous. So. When those like spontaneous things happen in the world or you know in the moment in my life i'm happy to enjoy those but yeah i think maybe i am making it more things i used to do i, I know lately i've just been feeling like every day is like a slog and you know and i think that's a good point there's a we are now into year two of a pandemic and there are a lot of people that are struggling to find anything that's pleasurable So I'm grateful to hear Kim having, having, still having that opportunity, but I just want to be cognizant that that's not that easy for people,
2: every, all people. Absolutely. And I just went through, we were just talking about it this morning. I'm a college golf coach and we just had our tournament. I just got back from, and I forgot how much joy and pleasure being a college golf coach on the road brought me until I got to do it again. And the last year has been so hard because I've been pining for something awesome, (laughs) And I just, I, I don't remember who said it this morning, but the, that I looked super happy the last couple of days when I was sending Marco Polos and stuff, except for those frogs I came across. And I don't know. I, I just think part of me is like, oh, I wish I had had that moment of spontaneity of laughing my ass off with Izzy. I'm going to borrow Izzy. And, <laughs> you know, it, but it's, it's, I think it's just felt more difficult in the last year to find pleasure because we've focused a lot on what we can't do. And I think- you know, once we get to what we can do, I don't know, that's where the pleasure lies for me is.
1: I also feel for me, one of the things that got me through last year in the pandemic was being able to go outside and watch all of the bulbs coming up, watching the wisteria bloom, watching, you know, getting to plant the tomatoes. All of those things brought me a lot of joy and pleasure just being outside and watching nature. Cause that was certainly, that was a benefit last year of the pandemic was I was home and could watch the day-to-day changes in my garden. And that was a fabulous thing that brought me a lot of pleasure walking the perimeter and checking those things out.
3: So how do you invite that into your life when it's not blooming season?
1: Yeah. Or when it's
0: more freezing than it has been in a million years or whatever.
3: (laughs) Or when you're dealing with deep emotional issues, right? So that's that's my intentionality just because of who I am. I lived a long time <clears throat> without regular joy, without regular pleasure in my life. I don't want to live that way. And so I intentionally choose to bring pleasure into my life. And so that's where I you know, I am very aware when I'm lacking it. Because it showed that shows up in other areas, right? I'm I'm not as present as a parent. I'm uh, not as focused with the work that I want to do. I'm not as pleasant as a spouse. I'm a bitch. I. Like, it's just it's, it's just not right. we all,
1: we all have that part.
3: <laughs> well, absolutely, and it. But it's but when I'm not tapped into joy and pleasure and indul- and there is that, that level of indulgence and maybe you know staying up late laughing doesn't sound like much, or maybe it sounds like everything depending on where you are, but those places of where I tap into, and I can have it watching a sunrise, you know, I can have it with self-pleasuring because
1: that's,
4: you know, we make those choices too. It, it to, to me, Kim, it, it really sounds like this opportunity to just let go, <sighs> to yeah. just be right there in that emotion and just feel all the feels and just be there and whatever that is for you. Right. And how to, how to just, yeah, it's almost, for me, it's almost like more than being present. It's like really, really just absolutely letting go of all the the shoulds or shouldn'ts or have tos or, or really anything and just fully, fully being, almost embodying the feeling. Yeah, right? That to me feels like pleasure.
3: Absolutely. I love that you said letting go because I think that's exactly what it is because presence we can still have a sense of control in a way because it's, you know, it we're measuring our breath maybe, we're doing whatever to to stay present, but letting go and just letting the whatever that feeling is just washing over you is i mean i i i would coin that ecstasy you know going to the place of pleasure where you have ecstasy because it's it is which is that's not maybe an everyday occurrence but why not like why why don't we invite more of that into our worlds i know
2: the answer (laughs) <laughs> did you want to know? Go, go for it
0: sarah's like somebody ask me what it is it's sarah what's well, the we, answer it's
2: from our last episode it's the guilt piece we feel guilty having pleasure i think that's where we get stuck is don't do that you're not supposed to have pleasure feel guilty about it i think that's for me that's it is mm. like i was told i wasn't supposed to do x y and z and so There's like this little fear and around that. And the, I don't want to feel guilty after I did that. You're not supposed to feel pleasure.
3: Whereas I was raised to find pleasure. (gasps) I'm going to call your parents. Call my mom. (laughs) That was where it came from. But, and what's interesting is she, she didn't always embody it, but it was definitely as an adult who now has a child who I want to, Pass down information to, I can see that place of you may not always embody something, but you want that in your life. So you teach your children or teach your loved ones, like, or your clients or whomever,
1: or your co host. You should teach us how to do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I just live from a place of, and that's why when I, you know, I led the thing saying, I don't know that I feel the guilt around it. I, when I was a, Kid, you know, I I shared the thing of vanilla wafers and the frosting. Like I was indulging and I did have some fear and some guilt around it. And that was around body shame for myself. And yet now, if I choose to have something like that, I want to share it with people I love because I want them to experience the same pleasure that I have with it.
0: It's like watching a good show with somebody that you've seen before and you're staring at them or you look at them right before the good parts happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I think it goes back to what Louise was saying about letting go of just, because it's the letting go is of our thoughts, is of our, of that idea that we should or shouldn't
0: be doing something. Or even that it has to be a certain kind of something. Mm. Like if it's not exactly how I planned, I can't enjoy myself there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. If it's not um, exactly how I planned, I can't enjoy something there. It's
0: like I had a that happen. Yes. sabotaging. <laughs> yes, you are.
1: And can you let go of what it should? Be? I did, I had this happen yesterday. It did not go to plan, and I could not unblend from the part that was just livid that the whole day had gone to shit. And. And it's funny because in the past I have been able to unblend from the part that was angry that the day didn't go the way I wanted. But boy, yesterday, I could not, I could not get it to, I could not get, I tried so much reframing. I tried to get the part to step back, but yeah, I think it's a lot of the times, I think you're right, Nikki, is that inability to release what you think it should be and just accept what is. So I have a
3: question. I'd love for all my co-hosts to close your eyes for just a second. I'd love for you to go back to a time when you were experiencing pleasure. When you got to that place of letting go or really close to that place of letting go, if depending on how loud the voices are, where do you feel that pleasure in your body? And what does that pleasure feel like? Now put yourself today and how can you invite that feeling into your life today in a different way? Anybody feel like sharing what came up for them? I got
2: married. Aw. <laughs> I went to my wedding. It was the most beautiful, perfect day ever. So I was like, today, should I, we get remarried? That's a good out.
1: idea. Let's do that.
3: Well, how great. So if you don't actually go get remarried, how do you invite that feeling that you had that day? Like, how do you show up with Kat in a way that you feel that way again? Yeah,
2: it was very heart-centered and less head-centered. So it was like you said, where do you feel it in your body? It's like the heart. And when I'm like in the shoulds and the nose and the whatevers, it's in my chest and in my head. Mm. So what does that tell you about where you could live to experience more pleasure? Through my heart. Yay. (laughs) I'm going to think about that. You know, ways to live through my heart more is really important. And I feel like I do it a lot. I really do. And, and it's good to know where it sits in your body when I'm feeling like I'm living from my heart and I'm feeling really happy and joyful. That's where it is. When I start breathing heavy in my high in my chest, that's when it's like, okay, take a break. Let's get back to the heart.
1: Yeah. We watched a fabulous movie the other night. If you haven't seen it, or if you have access to Disney Plus, uh, we watched Soul. Mm-hmm. Good God, I laughed. I laughed until I cried. I laughed so much I scared our cat because I was laughing at the cat in the movie. I, I was like falling off the couch laughing so hard. Tears were streaming down my It was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. So I felt that all in my body, all through the core of me, like just laughing and crying and I couldn't get over, I couldn't get over the cat. So that was probably the last time I felt a ton of pleasure. There's How your you tuck your it? Izzy
2: into bed moment,
1: right? Yeah. And, and so, you, so st- you
2: keep going back to Izzy. So I have to
3: say it comes from me. So <laughs> she's giggly, but the fact that I keep bringing up and saying things and doing, I'm egging it on because I want that feeling.
2: Yeah. Okay. So go tuck Kim into bed. That's your tuck Kim <laughs> into bed moment. <laughs> right? Like earlier, Laura, though, you said, I, I haven't laughed on a Zoom call with in so long, but you laughed your ass off at the cat in the movie.
1: Yeah. The reason I said that is because generally my sister is the one that can make me laugh my ass off. And that's what, when Kim asked the question, I was like, when was the last time I laughed and it was the, happened to be the movie. But generally it's my sister that like sends me over the edge, which is what sounds like, you know, with Kim, what Kim and Izzy did.
4: It's so so easy for us in our heads to skip over those parts. Right. Mm -hmm. And to say, I have not felt pleasure and I don't know how fucking long, I hate this pandemic. It's crazy. And it's like, no, no, wait a minute. (laughs) It was just the other night. (laughs) I had a great time laughing or it was just this quick phone call I had with someone and that was really absolutely amazing. And we forget all of those things. So thank you, Kim, for walking us through that and for really bringing up those moments that are actually in our recent history that we can recall and that we can remember and be more connected with that. Because we do, we just have that tendency to just kind of skip over all that, all that good stuff.
2: Oh my God, Louise saying fuck gives me absolute pleasure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're Here's welcome. For over a year
2: now, Sarah. <laughs> I have a post-it note in my desk that says Louise, Louise said, said fuck, fuck, and I always hold it up. But I don't, I don't, I'm not at my desk right now, so
0: <laughs> Canadians do swear, you know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I, I hope yeah. it's a Canadian thing or just a Louise thing for Sarah. <laughs> it just it's all about words, right? Pick them wisely. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for leaning in and letting us bring up another topic that we kind of had hashed about. I just didn't, I didn't feel the pleasure uh, that I wanted to feel after talking about guilty pleasures. So, thank you so much, everyone, for indulging me and going down this path today. As we wrap things up here for season four, I wanna thank everyone for our fantastic season of the best parts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you so much for hanging in everyone and uh, listening to them. If you haven't heard all of them, go back and check it out. We see you, we love you. And remember all your parts are the best parts. Take care.
3: Thank you to all of our listeners who have gone along this journey with us for the first four seasons. It has been a wild ride. The Best Parts crew is taking a break this summer. If you're looking to connect with us, please check out our website or find us on Instagram. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Best Parts podcast. If you like what you heard today, we would love it if you would share this podcast on social media or with anyone you think would enjoy it. After all, sharing is caring. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts, as it helps others find us. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at the Best Parts Podcast or visit our website at thebestpartspodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, remember that all the parts are the best parts.